Ah, yes. Welcome to the program. I hope you're having a great start to your Tuesday afternoon. You're well and truly into it now, aren't you? Glorious weather around uh, the greater Sydney area. And, of course, it is WFH Tuesday. Now, just to let you know, uh, listeners, uh, that this program will be uh, doing a lot of working from home over the course of the next, what is it, Coach K? Three weeks, I think it is. There's a huge refurbishment going on here at SEN. Bigger studios, brighter outlooks and... Uh, all things being considered, it's going to be absolutely superb. But in order to get that work done, we're going to have to do a little WFH over the course of the next three weeks. So uh, beyond the uh, outside broadcast that I'll be doing at Jayco at St. Mary's on Friday, if you're in the area, come down and say good day. Buy yourself a caravan. I'm sure there'll be a barbecue being, you know, the snag available down there too. So the OB on Friday, just letting you know about that. But beyond that, it'll be there'll be a lot of WFH over the course of the next three weeks. And don't worry, it's not just me. Coach K, I think we'll be doing the program sitting from his kitchen table. So uh, there you go. But uh, bear with us on all of that. We do appreciate your patience. one 1170 That is the open line number. Get us on the text line as well. 0457736736. G'day, afternooners. Thanks for tuning in, however you are listening. SEN welcomes you to our very broad house of worship. You're north of the border. You're listening via SENQ 693am in Brizzy or SEN 1620am on the Gold Coast. SEN 1170am in Sydney. SEN app anywhere, anytime. All thanks to SBS Fence. And remember, portable toilet and temporary fence hire in Sydney. Now check them out, sbsfence.com. Dot au. A couple of great prizes up for grabs today. Go on, guess. Guess. That's right. The $100 cash. All thanks to Tristan and the team up there at Top Sport. So that will go through for that. That'll be the best caller or the best text message. The Who Am I is back. I know. I know. Scotty Hill yesterday. Uh, you've got the chance to win the Signet Boost Power Bank. I've got the Signet Boost Power Bank. Where is it? I don't. Well, I don't need to find it right now because my phone is completely charged. And remember, the Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet, earbuds, and indeed anything else powered 24-7. Socky. Massive show coming up today. Jaleesa Apps very shortly, Channel 7 Sports Reporter. MC and host Glenn Hawke is going to be in the studio. So he's in the studio with Coach K, and I'll be out here at Cordor. Uh, football broadcaster Daniel Garb, Sydney Swans CEO Tommy Harley. Bit of news around about the Sydney Swans. They've made a new hire with the executive general manager of football, Leon Cameron. So the giant flips over to the Swans. And, of course, the AFLW team have got a big semi-final coming up against the Adelaide Crows on Saturday night. So lots to talk about with Tom there. So we thought we'd check in and say g'day. All right, let's get stuck into it. The draw, the draw, the draw. Uh, we've had an NRL CEO say it's a rails run, quote unquote, for the Brisbane Broncos. It's more of a TV schedule than a draw. And in fact, I think that's what Daniel from Prairie would describe it as yesterday. Uh, great to have the TV schedule. Oh, sorry, draw um, being put out. Well, whether Channel 9 runs it or not, it's completely up to them. Remember, they are the largest customer between them and Fox Sports. They're the largest customer of the National Rugby League. And really, and we can talk to Jaleesa Apps about this. Do we really care if the Broncos have 12 games on free-to-wear television and 14 of them are going to be played at Suncorp Stadium and they don't leave the state for seven weeks in the lead-up to the semi-final? It's, it's not an even playing field. We know that. Unless you play everyone home and away, the draw is not fair. 
Uh, anyway, we seem to have this situation. Uh, here's the better news. Here's the breaking news around this, listeners. And that is our man, the analyst, Scott Woodward, has done a complete breakdown of the 2024 season. That's right. He's had it for less than 24 hours. And he sent it to me just after the show yesterday, after sending me the first five rounds. Most upset that I didn't get to the, the yesterday. But here we are today. So the analyst, Scott Woodward, has taken into consideration market perception Injuries, suspensions, state of origin, and ease of draw. All of that being taken into consideration. And he's come up with the final finishing order after 27 rounds for 2024. You want to hear it? You want to hear it? Do you want the good news, Penrith Panthers fans, or you want the good news? Because that's all I've got for you. Panthers top of the ladder on 47 points. I know these things may not be accurate. Okay, so it comes with, a, you know, previous uh, returns. Uh, not indicative of future returns, okay? So there's a public disclosure statement coming on that one. Um, 40 points between the Broncos and the Storm. So they're all, they're both on 40. The Roosters on 39. So that rounds out your top four there. Eels fans, great news. Up from 10th to 5th. So too the Cowboys, up from 11th to 6th. 38-37. 35 points the Rabbitohs. So Coach K will be happy about that. The Rabbitohs have snuck into the eight. This all according to the analyst, Scotty Woodward. And the Knights round out the top eight with 34 points. Big drop down to the Sharks, who have dropped from sixth to ninth. The Warriors, oh dear, they've gone from fourth to tenth on 28 points. Dolphins, 26. Seagulls, Titans, Bulldogs on 24. A drop down to the Raiders, who go from eighth to 15th on 21. Huge drop to the West Tigers, who were 17th. They run 16th. You're on 14 points, and if I haven't heard your name of your team, it's because the Dragons are going to go from 16th to 17th, and by a margin, too. They're down to nine points, so six points. Oh, dear. Nine points. He's got them with one win and a draw out of the course of those 27 rounds. So you might want to give us all of your thoughts on that one. That is the work done by our man, the analyst, Scotty Woodward. So... Let's hear from NRL CEO Andrew Abdo talking about this, because this, is, I think, is important. The Dragons missing out on Magic Round. And I know often I get questions from the journalists around who is not participating in Magic Round as opposed to who is participating. But we did say when we started um, that we would ensure that every team has the opportunity to play in Magic Round. And pleasingly, we'll see the Newcastle Knights make their debut at Suncorp Stadium with new permutations and new matchups across the weekend. So is there another method that you could use could work out who doesn't get to play at Magic Round at present? Some of the analytics that they use, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I, you know, some people saying, oh, it should be the team that runs last the year before. I'm not in agreement with that. So uh, anyway, we'll get your thoughts on that one. Uh, this is interesting. Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews from the Sports Day program speaking to Steve Mitchell, who is the CEO of the Gold Coast Titans, um, around this Clause in the contract of David Fafita. Scotty Sattler says they need to draw a line in the sand. So let's have a listen to Jace Matthews grilling Steve Mitchell last night. 
Are you confident that he'll be a Titan in 2025? I think Dave loves the environment. He loves the resources that we got here. He enjoys the club. He, he believes in, in our purpose and where we're going, the opportunity, and he's got a great relationship with the play group and the, the coaching staff that are here. If Dave applies himself the way he did this year, I'm, uh, and, and I'm confident he is, he's, he's up and he's excited. He'll have a breakout year for us, yeah. I'm confident he's here with us. Do you expect this to be <laughs> sorted out soon? Uh, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. Uh, what's he got till 10 rounds? So I would suggest that Dave Fafita's manager is saying to him, mate, just wait. There's there's no need to rush in. You know, you get on well with Des, you don't get on well with Des. That can change quickly. We know that. We know that. So uh, very interesting. So just when you thought you'd sign these players, it actually, no, Dave Fafita has an out clause for 25 and 26. And just when you thought you had Tino Fasu and Malawi for 10 years, no, he can get out at the end of his third year. So you just wonder about, look, I understand Fafita took a, a big price cut, but gee, they've been able to wedge into these contracts. Lots of clauses that I think I would be uncomfortable with. We'll ask Jaleesa Apps about that. Uh, we'll also ask you about this. NRLW goes to three state of origins. I love it. I love it. I love it. May 16th before Magic Round, June 6th, day after Origin 1, June 27th, day after Origin 2. Uh, but I just wonder if there's a better time to play NRLW. And as a result of that, NRLW state of origin fixtures, because I just think they're missing a trick. They could be playing it at the moment like the AFL are doing it. I reckon you'd garner many more eyeballs than trying to make people watch a huge amount of footy at the back end of the regular season. But we'll take your thoughts on that one. Let's get to some cricket. Damien Fleming has said that, the current day team need to prey on South Africa mentally. This is because of their performances in cricket World Cup semi-finals over the years. Famously, of course, the the tie with Australia at Edgebaston in 1999. Remember that? Remember that? It sounded a little like this. Clues are on strike. There it is. They go. This will be out, surely. Ah, it's out. It's going to be run out. Oh, that's it. South Africa out. Donald didn't run. I cannot believe it. Australia go into the World Cup final. Ridiculous running with two balls to go. Donald didn't go. Kuzner come. What a disappointing end for South Africa. Oh, oh, well, yes, it was for South Africa. It was a drape for Australia. Is that not one of the most iconic piece of commentary you've ever heard? Donald didn't run. Oh, can you believe it? So Lance Kluzner was facing the final over of Damien Fleming, and he had. they needed nine to win. Nine to win, and they had one wicket in hand. He scorched the first two balls through the cover boundary for four. The most magnificent shots you've ever seen. Next ball goes to mid-on, no run. Next ball, Donald doesn't run. They would have got there comfortably, comfortably. Donald doesn't run. That must haunt him. But anyway, uh, that's the type of thing that Damien Fleming is talking about with the commentary there from the legendary Bill Laurie. Mitch Stark has had his say leading up to this semi-final. Let's hear from the big Australian quick. Mitch, why'd you miss the game the other day? Rested. How's the body? All right. <laughs> I lost that argument. <laughs> right, so you, you wanted to play? Yeah, the World Cup game. I mean, the way we started the, the campaign meant that the, we couldn't rest anyone earlier in the campaign, obviously being 0-2 and, and had the chance, obviously, with uh, securing the semi-final spot the other night. So Glenn, after his, his knock you know, and his cramping, needed a bit of a rest and um, I didn't have much of a say in, in my decision. I sort of carried a few things from the Ashes and, and it was a chance to give it an, an extra little chance before the semi-finals. 
No, Mitch. No, 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 Mitch. How are you feeling? Great. Can't wait for the semi-final. Yep, really looking forward to it. Have you? Uh, why didn't you play the other day? Just my turn to rest. That's all. No, I really want to get stuck in. Can't wait. What about the balls? They're not swinging as much. Doesn't matter. That's all right. I'll swing them. Like, why did you? Why do you even say anything else? Oh, the batters get to talk about it all the time. Who cares? Who cares? Just get out there and bowl anyway. Anyway, that frustrates me. That one a little. Nice guy, Mitch Stark too. Incredible record with white ball cricket, but uh, not quite having that one at the moment. I tell you what, this Jamie Carr in evidence that she's giving with this white powder, the explosive hearing for the Victorian Racing Tribunal. This is an interesting one. The uh, stable hand, Ruby McIntyre, took the video. She didn't know that it was... So basically, the whole issue around this is, oh, I didn't know she was taking the video. Well, I don't think the video is the problem. The problem is the white substance that was on the plate that you had your hands all over Jamie. And and without wanting to have a go at Jamie too much in this one, it is extraordinarily difficult what these lifestyles that these jockeys have to, especially when they've got to make sure they're losing weight and getting getting correct weight and all of that sort of thing. It's no excuse for taking cocaine, allegedly, but it certainly explains it um, because of the appetite suppressants and all, all of that associated with it. But it, it is, it's strange that the whole argument of this is, oh, uh, I didn't know she was taking the video. The video is not the problem. The video is not the problem. The video highlights the problem, and that is the white powder on the plate. Uh, and apparently the, the direct instruction from Emma Shelley, who is allegedly Jamie Carr's manager, delete everything, and then, oh, this one, deny, deny, deny. So that fills you with a whole heap of confidence, that one, before there. Warwick Kappa's doing something with a brothel. Oh, no, leave me out of that. And Perth Glory, uh, they've had an uh, expected owner who's unable to meet some preconditions for this purchase. We're going to speak to Daniel Garb about this a little bit later. So that's all fallen over. So this is a this is a concern. We thought we had Perth Glory sold. We know the Newcastle Jets up there. We spoke to the CEO, Shane Matiski, a couple of weeks ago. They're not sold yet, but... Uh, they have some real concerns around that. Tom Harley, a special guest coming up very shortly as well. He's the Swans CEO. And we want to talk to him about the AFLW team, but also the impact that Chloe Malloy is having on this side. She's an absolute star. She's come from the Collingwood Football Club. She's come in and she's turned the Sydney Swans from a team that didn't win a game last season into the second week of the final. So it's a massive turnaround. So on the back of that, our talk topic for today, those players who have immediately changed your club, the club changes, those that come in and make an immediate difference. I can think of two off the top of my head. Brad Freddie Fittler came into the Roosters in 1996. They didn't miss the finals for another decade. So he immediately made a change to the Roosters. Brad Freddie Fittler, that was in 1996. And the other one, of course, the legendary Eric Cantona, the greatest and best £1 million that Sir Alex Ferguson ever spent. He bought him from Leeds, and he showed all of these younger guys in that system, including but not limited to David Beckham and Ryan Giggs, what it took to be successful. So Eric Cantona to Man United, and Brad Freddie Fittler to the Roosters. But give us yours. The club changes on the back of the change that Chloe Malloy has made to the Sydney Swans in the AFLW. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The text line, 0457. 736-736. All right, let's break. After that, we're back with our little mate, J.A. 